Hi, welcome to Eric Thurm Makes Merit K-Watch Anime. I am your co-host, Fanbyte Secretary of Anime, Eric Thurm. Uh, and I'm your co-host, Mary Kay. And we're here to talk about animals that fuck. Um, we, I mean, listen, we're talking about the show. I feel like if anybody knows anything about the show, they know that it is about horny animals. I think we should just rip the band-aid right off. Okay. Uh, and and just note we will be we will be in depth discussing uh, the sexual tension between different anthropomorphic Let's rip animals. Let's the cool anime bandage. Yeah, off of the Lewis's, cool anime yeah. face bandage right off. Yeah, so we've ripped the, the, the face bandage off, revealing the hot uh, scar underneath. Hey, did Nelly get that from anime? I don't know. Well, that after- was his thing, right? Maybe? The face bandage? Yeah. The little thing? Oh, yeah. I don't think so. Probably not, huh? Uh, that, that'll be a, a further Did research. Did anybody get that from Nelly? I don't think that either. Possibly. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. We'll find out. Um, welcome to our show. Uh, we don't have to do sort of the normal version of our flashback segment because we both have already watched uh, Madoka. It would be great if we could sort of like very briefly call Kieran in and be like, so Kieran, have you been watching <laughs> Madoka? I do not think we will be able to do that, but uh, maybe we can ask him if he has watched any more later. Uh, have you watched any other other uh, anime this week? Mm, unless you count Futurama. Mm, still quiet on the Azokan front. I know, I know. I gotta just sit down and do it. But yeah, I've just been watching a lot of Futurama. I realized that it's all on Hulu and there's like two seasons, like two entire seasons that I haven't seen. And it's like, you know, not up to maybe the quality of some of the earlier seasons, but it's still pretty good. You did, you did. I did watch the anime episode of Futurama. Yeah. Um, So there's an episode where they do three mini stories in different animation styles and one of them is anime and the great thing about that episode is they use the limitations of each medium which is like black and white old-timey cartoon uh pixel art like video game and then anime they use those to like get across some like, the sublime the sublime without actually having to like illustrate it um so in the anime section zoiberg does a dance to, uh, the, the dance of peace. The dance of peace to uh, <laughs> make peace with these invading aliens, and they're just like, "Wow, uh, his movements are are so impressive and so fast; they're invisible to the eye." And he's just basically standing still, like yeah, it's just like alternating between like two frames of him in different poses with like action lines, like move. It's very very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, that sort of counts. Zoeberg anime. I would watch a Zoeberg anime. Speaking of extremely sad, horny animals. Okay. Like Zoidberg. Zoidberg horny? Yeah, do you remember the episode where he, he goes to... Oh. They go to his home planet, and he's just like, I've got a nut! He has Ponfar. <laughs> he does the Star Trek thing. Yeah, his his Fonfon Roo. Fonfon Roo. No, wait, no, no, that's uh, that's uh, Kiff and, and uh, uh, Amy. Yeah, that's Kiff and Amy. That's, uh, yeah, that's, that's Ponfar. Yeah. Uh, no, but they, they go, and he he's like, I gotta give my jelly! You know, and, and he does like a Cyrano thing with Fry mm-hmm. and then they fight. Mm-hmm. That's a good episode. What is Why, that, like season one or two? Uh, two or three, I think. Yeah. Why must I be a crustacean in love? Uh, and speaking of animals in love, this week we have watched for you uh, the wildly popular series Beastars. Uh, I think I already know the answer to this question. That's but the Beastars. 
What, what did you know about B-Stars sort of going into uh, this week? Well, a lot of my friends who read manga have been hollering about this series for like over a year since whenever the, the manga. I don't know when the manga ran. Uh, it, it will, will, it started in 2016. Okay. So they were hollering about it a couple of years ago, I think, um, when it first started getting traction, uh, in the West, I guess. And, um, so I'd seen a lot of panel grabs and just like, um, just pages from it. So I knew that it was Zootopia, but horny and no cops, uh, and both improvements, I would both say. Both improvements on on Zootopia and the world. Um, well, no cops for sure. The horny thing is debatable, but I also only knew about two of the characters, like the two main characters. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that there were any other characters involved, um, and um, I didn't know that there was a, that the B star was a real thing. Oh, that it's like a real. It's not I just like it was called just that. A, a name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's just like a fun name. I so I, I've watched the entire first season and I couldn't tell you the extent to which it is a real thing. Like they reference it every so often, but it just is sort of like a this is an abstract thing that we're going to use to talk about uh, herbivores and carnivores getting along, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you do get to get to, you know, sort of lean over and whisper. That's the B star. Mm-hmm. Um. Great. Let's uh, let's introduce our show for this week. Based on the 2016 manga by Paru Itagaki and produced by Studio Orange for release on Fuji TV in 2019 and Netflix in 2020, Beastars takes place in a world inhabited by anthropomorphic animals broadly divided between herbivores and carnivores. Our protagonist, Lugoshi, is a timid gray wolf studying at Cherryton Academy who has lived his entire life trying to repress his predatory instincts. He becomes entangled with Haru, a dwarf rabbit shunned by the rest of the school, and Lewis, an enormously popular red deer who aspires to be the next B-Star, a hero to the animal world, uh, thus the titular B-Stars. Underneath the horny teen drama is a murder mystery. Tem, an alpaca in the drama club with Lewis and Lagoshi, is murdered and eaten by a carnivore at the beginning of the series. Um, that's our introduction to B-Stars. Uh... And yeah, do we want to start with sort of production facts or do we want to start with just general impressions before I can sort of pepper in uh, production yeah. facts? Yeah. OK. Um, how, how did this measure up to your expectations of what it was? I mean, it's pretty much sort of like what I. In ways, it's exactly what I thought it would be. And in other ways, it's not at all. Like, I didn't know about the murder mystery stuff. I, I didn't really expect that. Um, there's a lot of stuff about like how the world works that I didn't think that they would get into or anything, but it's kind of cool that they do. Uh, I mean, it basically like it delivers on its premise uh, as the premise was explained to me. And there's a bunch of other stuff going on, essentially. Sure. Um, this is actually one of the first shows that we've done where I feel like watching only three episodes i don't really have a good sense of what it's about or like what i mean i I know what it's about but like of what it's like like it feels like i would need to watch more to really get it i don't know why that is um maybe it's because we watched all three at once and just that's possible but it still feels like oh that was like the prologue 
Yeah, I think... I mean, so I, I like know a little bit about what happens in the manga and watched uh, the whole first season a little bit earlier this year. It definitely gets a lot weirder, um, but I would say it doesn't totally change what it is so much as these three episodes and like to a lesser extent, the first half of the season just like add in a lot of stuff. And then all of those different elements just like keep getting cranked up like again and mm. again and again, um, you know, so sort of the the horny elements get cranked up a lot the like weird murdery stuff but like not weirdly around the murder mystery um which i i guess light spoiler uh is almost totally ignored for most of the season <laughs> okay. uh that is uh, i believe will be the focus of the second season uh so is the manga still going yeah oh cool it's still going uh it is according to an interview i think they're up to like 18 volumes now um, How much does this first season cover? Through six. Oh, okay. So, like so there, there's yeah, there's there's it could go like three seasons probably, maybe four, depending on how much longer it goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the Magica said it definitely wouldn't go past twenty volumes, but that was like last year, and I don't know if that's still the case. Mm. Also, a quick interesting thing I want to say about this Magica, uh, Paro Itagaki, she is the twenty-six-year-old daughter of. Keisuke Itagaki, uh, the mangaka behind Baki the Grappler, another show about about buff, horny men, but sort of in a different direction. And that's also on Netflix, right? That is the anime adaptation of that is also on Netflix, Um, which, yeah, I mean, maybe that's how they got the hookup. Although, although I will say I read a little bit about her uh, and she does all of her public appearances wearing a chicken mask. uh, And she's one of those people. Sorry, what you're looking us, at? Me, us like people? I said those people. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean like um, like a Yoko Taro. Yeah, who who wears like the, that mask all the time. Uh, and she she was is extremely withholding about personal information, and specifically was withholding about her <clears throat> family's identity because she did not want uh, to be oh. accused of nepotism until yeah. she was already established in the industry. That's and cool. they they did like a joint event together when she like admitted that he was her dad. Oh wow, uh, which is funny. Yeah, it it seems cool. I don't know. It's just like it, it seems nice. I respect people like that. Yeah, I always wish I could. I could be someone like that who is like not online and just like very like weird and mysterious. Um, but not everybody has that luxury, though. Every, yeah, I mean the problem is if you're already very online, it's hard to dial it back. Like you can't like put the mask back on once you take it off. No know? one cares who I was till I took off the mask. Wait, no one cared who I was until I put on the mask. Is literally Yoko Taro. There you go. <laughs> Actually, I don't know when he put it on. Maybe people cared about him before that, but I feel like people care about him a lot more now. Now that he put on the mask. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but but that's sort of her deal. Um, and I think that makes a lot of sense because I, I feel like the series very authentically comes by the sensibility of appealing to like horny millennials with sort of either proto or like fully evolved like furry complexes mm-hmm. um which i say clearly as like not a judgmental thing at all it's just like that's what the show is wait so this person is 26 she's 26 yeah what's like who's like the youngest person to have like an anime made based on their manga uh i don't know we can look that up i would guess it's 
maybe a teeny bit younger than this, but not that much. Damn, though, you're 26 and you already got an anime made. What am I doing? You're not making manga. You're not. You're you're not making horny manga. Apparently not. Well, I can't draw. So that's a big part of it. She she did originally want to be a film student uh, and she like went to film school or went to college for film and was sort of told like, "Mm, I don't know. Uh, And in her in her spare time, she did Jojinshi and her Jojinshi was like so good that she started uh, doing B-stars basically is what happened. It's a very important question. Uh Uh-huh. What? Were her doujins of? Let's. I don't and know. Let's were find they out. just like just fan comics, or were they like what I think of when I think of doujins, which are like just super degenerate? Like also, wait. This is a photo. This chicken is the, mask is really good. Yeah, it's a good. It's like a very Bojack. That's yeah, yeah. It looks like a Bojack character. I was picturing like a rubber chicken mask. Yeah. And also, also, you'll note that in this photo, she is wearing uh, a T-shirt that has. Oh, it's uh, a Baki. Yeah, it has the mug shots of the Baki characters, which is fun. That's sort of that's cute, I think. Uh, Let's see. I don't know. I don't think I, 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 I we can look this up further later. I do not know off the top. But of my it head. does say in this interview that her dad saw it. Yeah. So. I really hope it wasn't just like just some like Goku just like getting railed or something and like your well, dad finds it and he's like you have great skill as an well, artist. Okay. <laughs> I think we could I think we could both agree that the best thing she possibly could have done would be like gay Baki Dojinshi that oh her dad God. found, right? Like if her dad found Baki Dojinshi that's like Oppo uh 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 Dorochi whatever that, that character's name is just like or or like Baki and Muhammad Ali Jr. Great Baki character is just Muhammad Ali Jr. Uh, just like going. To, do you like, know what name she wrote this under? Uh, I do not know. OK, well, I am just going to search real quick to for, see if for there the, is for Baki. The Dojinshi that she wrote. Well, I'm just going to see if there's is Baki Dojins on uh, and hentai. It looks like a lot's coming up, but it is. um not i don't know if this is i'm on the wrong one this is like a weird mirror site there we go here we go okay well that's just a lot of anime today's baki it looks yeah is that yeah grappler baki saga Mm -hmm. wait is that's her dad's name that's her dad's name okay wait that's her dad he do this Yes? Maybe? Oh, well, no, no, no. There is a, a, an arc of Baki that's like about Baki fucking. Oh, okay. So that's just... It's probably is. just... Yeah, it's probably okay. just the arc of Baki that's like about Baki getting more powerful by boning. Okay, I see. Yeah. Um, well, that was a fun excursion. Yeah, that was good. Maybe, maybe we'll come back at some point later. But I do, I do think that it is like... Uh, without going into this like a ton more, I do think that this fits with a lot of stuff from the last few years that you can tell sort of comes from people who like came up exercising their uh, creative talents by doing like functionally different versions of fanfic. Their rights. Their horny rights. Yeah, exactly. Um, She created Legoshi as a character, I believe when she was in high school Mm. uh, and like made Dojin that he was in and then sort of like that evolved into B-Stars. He just shows up and is like, hi, Baki, I yeah. am 
negotiate. Yeah, and Baki's like, let's fight. And Lagoshi's like, this, a crossover episode? I actually would prefer not to fight. Like, that's like sort of my whole deal. Uh, I choose not to fight. Yeah. Uh, he hates fighting. Uh, which which maybe is a way. I mean, do we want to. Who else hates fighting? Who? Lagoshi. That's what I was saying. Yeah. That he shows up oh, in the Oh, I dojo. thought you were saying that Baki. No, Baki fight. loves fighting. Oh, Baki loves fighting. Well, okay. Baki. We'll get I, into see, this. I don't know about yeah, him. Yeah, we'll get into this if we ever do Baki. Baki enjoys fighting, but mostly he wants to fight his dad. Um, Baki's see. dad is like a very, very large man. Uh, happy Father's Day, by the way, uh, to the ogre, Baki's dad. No uh, dads in this show, though, as far as I can tell. Not yet. I, uh-huh. there, there are some that will show up in the manga, uh, so in later seasons, but there are no dads as of yet. Um. Yeah, but Lagoshi does hate fighting. What? Uh. Uh. What was your your first impression of Lagoshi as a character named named I should say uh, after Bela Lugosi? Oh my god, I didn't get that. Yeah. that's very good. Um. Uh, and his face his face uh is based on the face of French actor Matthew Almerick. Uh, I think I pronounced his name right. Can we bring up bring up a photo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he plays the villain in uh, Quantum of Solace. Oh, I never saw that one. Matthew Amalric. Sorry, that's his name. Matthew Amalric. Okay, sure. Okay, okay, yeah, I can I can see that. I can kind of see that, sure. Yeah, look at take a look at this guy, everybody. Look him up. Take a look at this guy. Take a look take a look at this guy. <laughs> that's the name of our Welcome take to our recurring this guy. <laughs> uh welcome to our recurring segment. Take a look at this guy. Um yeah, what what was your your impression of uh, uh, Lagoshi? I love his character design. It communicates so much, like right off the bat. I think the most striking thing about this character is his posture, is like the way that he moves. Like even when he's standing still, he's like hunched over. He's like always trying to like make himself like seem smaller, uh, and. Uh, like he has this huge body and like this face, this like doofy looking sad face. And it's just like a perfect character design to me of like, it's not just like designed for the sake of design to like look cool. It communicates who this person is. Yeah. And it's it's interesting, I think, because like we in the course of doing this show have seen, I think, a lot of other anime characters that have the sort of like hunched design but in a lot of cases that's used to communicate that someone is cool yeah i'm thinking specifically of leorio well leorio isn't cool necessarily but but yeah he's like he's a tryhard um but he doesn't want you to think he's a tryhard yeah uh but but lagoshi like genuinely is like slouched over and he does not you know uh, and we get a lot of that in various different uh, iterations of the character. I'll say quickly, because um, I, I, the character designer actually does not have uh, any other credit. This is their first character design credit. Now oh. Otsu uh, has a couple of other credits for like weapons designs mm-hmm. on shows. Uh, but this is their first character design credit. And I think that a lot of it probably is like due to how Paro Itagaki is like drawing him. Uh, but also, I think it really is impressive the way that that design in the manga gets translated to how Lugoshi like interacts with other characters in the the anime. Yeah. Um, which maybe before we talk more about Lugoshi, 
is a good place for us to talk about the animation That's style. what I was going to say. Like, if you're going to talk about the movement in this show, just like from the jump, it's obvious that it's CG. Like, it's really clear um, in the very first scene, which is the scene where um, Tem is killed. Like, just the way that the movement works and, like, the way that the camera work moves, um, you can tell that it's computer generated, but it's done well, Mm -hmm. is the thing. Like, that first scene, they use really striking colors. Um, They do this effect where, to show that he's, like, in the dark, they basically just do, like, a a light blue outline of him, and then the rest of the screen is dark. And It looks really good. It looks so good. Uh, And... Yeah, you can tell, like, you can tell it's CG, but it's done in a way that it's like it's not trying to hide the fact that it is, um, but it's also not just, like, being obnoxious and, like, in your face. Like, it's it's like there was thought put into it. Yeah, I think that this is a really good, like, to me is one of the better uses of this format like there's a lot of stuff uh that's totally cg recently especially because it's like a lot cheaper to make yeah um like there are some really high profile things too right like mm-hmm. wasn't the berserk uh maybe came out a couple of years ago like entirely it CG? might be yeah i mean i know i mean to give you a different example i believe baki mm, is okay. cg i'm not pi i need to look that up um but like a lot of netflix stuff is well, but so this wasn't produced by Netflix. It was produced by it was, oh, so it, it, was. was like, it was like produced like in conjunction with Netflix. Okay, but it I think aired... They, it aired on Japanese TV originally. Uh huh. And I believe Netflix like put a bunch of money into it. Is my understanding of the way that the business okay transaction happened. Okay, so it like first aired on Japanese TV. That was Netflix like the deal. Had, yeah, but oh, Netflix okay. has like the rights everywhere else. Is that the same with Baki? I believe so. Okay. Yeah, it's like in conjunction with Netflix. It's like the way that it's. I see. Then marketing. yeah, I could see them being like. Well, because they do a lot of stuff like that. Like, yeah, Kengan Ashura is like all CG. Um, the like Saint Seiya. I think I've been confusing Baki and Kengan Ashura <laughs> because that's like the other one where people just sort of like fight each other. Yeah, and, yeah. That's Kengan Ashura is like the corporate one. Yeah, Kengan Ashura is like the Baki capitalism is the one. one. Is Baki is the one where. Uh, the president where like this man just like goes to the president and is like, I could kill you at any time. Right. I believe yeah, he's yeah, like yeah, a yeah. super strong guy. Yeah. Well, they're all super strong. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But like, is yes. that Bucky's dad? Who is that? That guy? Uh, I think so. I don't remember that in this show. I think the character who does that is a based on a bodybuilder and okay. is like one of the death row inmates. I think his name, that's the character biscuit. I think is okay. his name. Um, who just wears like sick? Who, uh, the, one of the best things about Baki, and like we can't talk too much about Baki. All of the characters who are just like enormous wear like ridiculous Hawaiian shirts, like constantly. It looks really, really good. It just like works super well for them. Donald Trump's in that one too, right? No, that's Kangan Ashura. Oh no, Baki's way older. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that's Kengan Ashura in which uh, there is a scene, which we won't get into too much because we might do that on the show at some point, uh, where they note that world leaders are present at the like corporate underground fighting tournament. And you see a shot of uh, presumably Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton in a uh, box together. And then in a different box, you see Obama. 
This is what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Oh, that might be newer. Yeah. Donald Trump is in Baki. Okay. So that's the, the Baki manga. That's not in the... I, I have not and seen... And there's this man who uh, is going to fucking kill him. Oh, I think, I think that, that is, that is, is Baki's, Baki's dad. Yeah, that's Baki's He's dad. He's just like this fucking rich man who goes to the president and is like, I could defeat your entire country at any time. Yeah, um, that's Baki's dad. Also, that's it's like Parasite. <laughs> What's like parasite? You know the parasite meme with the where where he's like driving the car. No. Oh, never mind. Your control of both the country and the car fucking blows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I believe that is that actually George Bush or is that? I don't know. I don't know. Could be. Could anyway. be a lot of Republican presidents. Uh, and hopefully the ogre will rip his head off. Oh my goodness. Jesus. <laughs> Google Baki Trump, everybody. Just Google yeah. Baki Trump. Anyway, great. <laughs> we're doing we're doing such good work today. Um, I cannot wait for them to get to this part uh, of the the, uh, the the anime because then uh, Trump will find out about anime and be like <laughs> posting him and be like, "This is outrageous. You yeah. can't talk about me like this." Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's that was Nixon. That yeah, was Nixon. that was Nixon. Well, there's yeah. Nixon anime. Uh, there must be. I think Nixon shows. Maybe. Well, I don't know. We'll see. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So speaking of orange things. You like that? Oh, like the orange, orange man. Yeah. Because orange is the name of the anime. The studio that did. Oh, that did uh, fun. Right. That did Beastars. That's sort of a cool. How fun. Uh, this studio is known for it's like doing good CG work, basically. Yeah. The guy who founded it, uh, Eiji Inamoto. Uh, did a lot of really acclaimed CG work on stuff like Ghost in the Shell standalone complex. Mm. Uh, so if you think about a lot of like relatively early stuff where people are doing CG and trying to figure out the ways that it is actually different and not just like a stand in or a crutch for hand drawn animation. Um, that's like a lot of what the studio does. And it looks super good. Um, I, I, like you said, I think because it does not pretend to be other than what it is. And I think it, it gives just like the textures of the way that all the animals look, I think is super good. Um, which maybe is a, a, an end to talking about the character designs because they are pretty good. They're pretty good. What, what were some of your favorites? Of like just sort of the weird ones. I like when it's revealed that there are animal people that are just the size of mice. Mm -hmm. Like, but it's weird because not all of them are like the size that they would be. Like there are elephants that are big, but they're like not enormous. They're like Baki character size. Yeah. And then <laughs> there are like ferrets and stuff that are like normal size people. Mm -hmm. And then there are like rabbits that are normal size people. And then there are mice that are just like tiny, tiny and like have to like walk close to the wall so they don't get stepped on, which is like the, the just sort of implications. The ramifications of this world are um, have yet to be fully explored. And I don't know how much they will be, but I did definitely see in one shot a door that was like half Lagoshi's height uh, in the background. So there is like some kind of like because you'd have to build the whole world in such a way that it would like work yeah and i will say that it sort of has um you 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 remember uh detective pikachu 
I did. I never saw it. Oh, okay. Or never I do, mind. I do remember it, but the the premise of Detective Pikachu, right, is that they're in the city that has been built specifically right. as a zone for humans and Pokemon to interact. Kind of a safari zone. Not quite. Not quite. Not quite. Because there's no catching allowed. There's, you don't catch them. Uh, but this sort of has a similar thing, right? Where the the school is like in the city that is supposed to be the center of like quote unquote civilized culture. Zootopia. Yes, uh, it is Zootopia, which also explains uh, one of the other things that you asked about while we were watching a uh, Biology Day. Oh my god! Yeah, which is sort of a not. I think a quite. An accurate translation of what's going on. So I, I, I did some research, and uh, according to uh, this Reddit thread that I found, and specifically Redditor Joss underscore card, thank you, Redditor, uh, what it actually is is that the school has these rooms that are designed to simulate the natural habitat of all the animals, mm-hmm. and you have to spend at least an hour in those rooms every couple days. And it's like a stress relief thing, because otherwise you're like, out of your natural environment. Huh. So so calling it a specific day is like a misnomer. It's just like every oh, couple of days you okay. have to go so it's do it. It's not like a holiday like once a year. No, it's like, no. Okay. That's, that makes, that's the mistranslation. That makes more sense. That is weird though because like this show is like about kind of like about like determinism and like like genetic determinism and like just like being and, racist and being racist. Um, but I, yeah, shows with like, with, with talking animals or like funny animals or whatever. It's uh, interesting to me when creators choose to emphasize that or not emphasize it. So like Bojack Horseman, like lampshades it a lot. Right. Um, just by like changing the names of, of like by making joke name references mm-hmm. and like uh, things like that. Um, but it doesn't do like this where it's like, oh, animals are like still really driven by like these instincts and they have to like follow them to some extent or they'll go crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's kind of what this show is about. So it's like, they're not really, they're, they are people, but it's all, Okay, this is bad. This is going to sound really bad, but oh, the closest thing I can, bring I can think of to, to this setup is like Omegaverse stuff. Okay. Where people have like these weird biological like urges that their like rational brain cannot like overcome or like struggle to overcome. What if what if this what if Beastar started as supernatural Dojinji? I mean It could it could happen. It could have. Because yeah, like that's sort of what it is and it gets into this stuff in a much more interesting way than Zootopia does for sure. Yeah, and I think um like I think the thing that works about this show doing that is that it one layers on the metaphors like so much. Mm. Like it would I think it would really not work if it was like, oh, there's like some biological sort of like species stuff, but not a ton, like in Zootopia. Yeah. But in this it's just like everything. Uh, and also that it's about all of the characters like thinking about that. Yeah. So, I mean, the example and in ways that are like actually pretty effective. Metaphors for like adolescence. I mean, the most obvious one, I think, is like Lagoshi, 
Mm -hmm. Right. Because the sort of like centerpiece or or the, the both the beginning image and the end of episode one and then the beginning of episode two is the scene in which Lagoshi meets Haru uh, and we we sort of get this like stylized representation of her scent. Mm-hmm. Right. That's like this purple smoke, basically. And then we get like a, a sort of angly Hulk, like superhero origin mm-hmm. look into his brain when his neurons are just going crazy. Oh the fucking Marvel ass. It's shit. good. And because because he he and this is like a huge thing for Lagoshi on the show is he can't tell whether he's hungry or horny. Yeah. Uh, or, or that like, though, you can sort of imagine like. You know, the the meme with like the sweating guy pushing the buttons. Yeah. Uh and and he he can't tell. Like it's next with. Yeah. And the center, the centers of the brain uh are like both being just like super activated. He's like literally salivating in like both cases. He like doesn't really know how to deal with like either of these sets of urges. He admits that he, you know, has never had a girlfriend. And as we find out uh in episode two, it is like extremely taboo to eat meat like even carnivores don't yeah, do yeah that was interesting because i was wondering like oh this guy got eaten is that like a thing that happens all the time and like no it's not and like carnivores so like they animals know that like a bunch of animals are like designed yeah. to eat meat but they're like oh we've evolved past this yes and we eat soy burgers now. Mm-hmm. Um, they are all cucks so <laughs> there is this thing of like this society is in a way very unnatural. Um, and, and like, I, it is forcing people sort of to go against their mm-hmm. natures. And I, I will say, like, as the show goes on, it becomes obvious that that is, like, not really sustainable. Mm. And that that there, you know, sort of is like a big underbelly of society, like, quote unquote, underbelly of society that is like around revolves around meat. Sure. And revolves around people sort of like trying to be the way that uh, they think nature has made them or the way that they're told by their bodies they should act. Okay. Um, there's like a big underground market. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I think that the, that world building is really interesting because it, when the show starts, it like leaves you with a lot of these questions. Yeah. Because and sort of start answering them as, as it goes on. Well, and because Lugoshi doesn't know the answers to any of these questions either, because he's right. just like a sweet summer child yeah. who has spent his entire life ignoring uh, the fact that he has these instincts. So maybe this is jumping the gun a bit, but what do you think, like, what do you take away from that? From like, you know, this, um, the author created a universe where uh, society is essentially about people struggling against their base urges. And that is like the foundation of society. Um, and it's almost like they don't live in a society. It's almost like they don't. Well, they do, but for how long? <laughs> but, and then to have like characters who are like, oh, you are like, you evolutionary, evolutionarily want to eat these other people and like, like everything, every fiber of your being is screaming to eat this person. Um, but because we live in a society, you repress those urges. Like, and it's, it's eating people is like kind of a sexual metaphor, but also they just, there also is sex. And like, Lagoshi is like, when he's confronted with uh, Haru, who is like, 
oh, you want to sleep with me, right? Because like that's what all guys want. Uh, he's just like, like confused. He like doesn't understand. And well, is confused me, and do, do we want to? Because I want to like talk about that scene. Do we want to do that now, or do we want to like get to it? Because I want to like, I love that scene. Yeah, we we can we can go through the whole like the episodes. Okay, um, but. I don't know. Like, what do you what do you make of that? Like, um, so I don't I, I will say it like, right. I haven't read through the I, I think like the perspective changes. Yeah. Over the course of the series. Like, I'm not asking like, oh, is this a fundamentally problematic view? No, 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 no. But like, that was a choice that the author made. And like, it, I think it communicates <sighs> certain things. I have mixed feelings about it. OK. On one level, I almost think it like doesn't actually communicate anything Mm -hmm. or that it's a thing that is like an interesting setup to the world. Right. That then it creates like tension. Yeah. It creates tension and sort of like a structure. Yeah. Because the thing that the, the series is really about, or at least in my understanding, what it's really about is like about the relationship between Lugoshi and Haru. Mm -hmm. And that, that metaphor of how society is constructed has like central implications for that relationship mm-hmm. and the ways in which it is like weird for them to be attracted to each other mm. and like how they interact later on, which like obviously you haven't seen. Um, and that then sort of has implications for all the other characters, but that like radiate outward. Mm-hmm. That's my instinct. Um, I think nice. Uh, I think that that's like one possibility the other possibility is that there is some sense i think that a lot of what the series is about is like learning to accept those parts of yourself and like Mm. figuring out how to sort of like come to terms with them in a way that is like not harmful necessarily Mm -hmm. so like later on uh like there definitely is some sexual connotations to like being a predator but it also becomes a like substance abuse metaphor at certain oh, points interesting for like carnivores who like you know can't resist so, their, their so urge to eat we're meat. doing a, a buffy magic thing. a little bit yeah of, like a, it's sex and then it's drugs yeah exactly um it's just like these two things are identical um interesting yeah so that that happens a little bit later on and there is a lot of stuff that's about uh because like you know, Lugoshi. There are like a lot of people around him who seem to want him to be more quote unquote authentic or more accepting of himself as a, a wolf. Can we talk about that? Sure. Um, because I kind of wish the whole show was just about Lewis and Lugoshi. Uh huh. Because you, you and everybody else, I think. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know. You, I, I will say I went on AO3 and did like a cursory look and most of the, not most, I would say like a plurality of the stuff I found was Louis Lugoshi. There's a lot sense. of like Lugoshi Haru stuff. I think people genuinely do like that relationship. Yeah. But like. Well, just because their relationship is really compelling and I'm sure the Haru one will become more compelling because really it's just that the Louis one is given more time in the first three episodes because Haru doesn't really they don't really interact that much until like the end of the first episode. And even then that's not really Mm -hmm. interaction. And Lewis's whole deal is that he is a deer. So he's like a prey animal who wants to 
just like not let that define him and like wants to be the B star or whatever, but also just like wants to be like cool and like admired and strong and capable. And so there's the whole thing where they're doing the play and he's like trying to fight, um, like fight off these other people in the play. And like, he's, he's like wounded himself, but he's like, keeps going. Cause he's like, I have to show that like, I am capable of this. And there's like a lot of metaphors of like this, like, you know, marginalized group being a member of that and being like, no, like I'm, it doesn't matter. Like, I'm not going to show you any weakness, but his relationship with Lagoshi is interesting because here's this character who's a wolf and who is just like all the time, like, no, I'm not a wolf. I'm a nerd. Like I'm hunched over and I cut my nails all the time, but they grow back. Uh, and Lewis is like, why, why don't you like want to be this? Like I would, I would kill to be you. Um, and you're just like ignoring this part of yourself. And it like makes him furious in this, like, and it's not just that he wants him to like be himself. And he's like, just be yourself, man. He's like, no, this is like a crime that you're denying this, this like, you know, power or like capability when like I have to work so hard for it and you're just throwing it away. That's ridiculous. And um, the scene where he's just like, God, the scene where he's just like trying to get Legoshi to bite him. Mm -hmm. like, that just launched a thousand, the scene that launched a thousand picks. <laughs> um, but he's just, yeah, he's like trying, he's just trying so hard to be like, like me. wake up like fucking yeah i mean it's very sexually charged too but i don't know i love that relationship i think it's really fascinating um because you have one character who like wants to transcend their self and one who is basically like denying it and that's like a really cool pairing to me yeah, that, I think that relationship is super interesting. It gets a lot more complicated as the season goes on, mm. but I don't know the extent to which you like want to know things about that. I don't know. I mean, like, where does it go? Uh, so among other, the most interesting thing is that you learn in. I mean, I guess we probably should have said spoilers for the whole season, but here we are. Uh, uh, like episode five or six, I think you learn that Haru actually has been like sleeping with Lewis for quite some time, mm. and that their relationship is a lot closer than uh her relationship with like most of the mm -hmm. people that she sleeps with. Um, that Lagoshi then like I believe learns about and is like got to back off, but he like doesn't like right. It's like it's you think that they're gonna like come into conflict over it and it doesn't really happen. Mm. Um, but it just like makes all their interactions a lot weirder. Mm -hmm. uh, and the stuff about Lewis's relationship with Haru, I think is really interesting because like their relationship is really different from her relationship with Lagoshi, but is not treated as like lesser because Lewis is not the protagonist. Mm -hmm. It's just like different. Um, and I, I, one of the things I really like about this series i think is like i think that there are a lot of ways that you could do the sort of like core of the haru character and it would be super bad uh and i actually don't think this is it i mean i don't, I don't know how how did you you feel about the way that she is introduced in it's it's it definitely it gets better but i also think it's like not as her character just like 
I think just in these first few episodes is so overshadowed by the other dynamic that it's like hard to be interested. Mm-hmm. And it's like kind of, I don't know. I mean, it's not really like explained what her deal is um, in these few episodes because it's like everyone hates her because she like sleeps around, but like rabbits. Oh, I guess that is. That's the. Is that it? Okay. I believe that is the. the like, do the other rabbits do that too? Then. Uh, I think they sort of. I mean, we get a little bit of time with that other the the guy rabbit. Oh yeah, 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 and he's just like cheating on his yeah his girlfriend with his like weird sort of like harlequin rabbit. Yeah, yeah. We're endangered harlequin rabbit. Like there's endangered animals. Like, but to me, what I took that as a metaphor of is like um. Because everyone it's in class. the show, it's class. Yeah, yeah everyone yeah. in the show is like super waspy. Oh yeah, and like it's a boarding school, mm-hmm. and so like all of the weird like animus between different people and stuff. Like when we were first watching it, I was like, wait, so is this just a world where like there are just like a ton of different essentially like racial groups and they all hate each other? Um, and really, it's just like like upper class boarding school nastiness shit of like families well i think it's both prestige and stuff right because so like the the core of prestige in the society is being able to ignore the racial animus even though everybody still has it and really what you're trying to do i think is like get to a point if you cynically you want to get to a point where you have enough power to pretend that you're ignoring it but also like fucking up the people that you don't like Mm. Um, Damn. I don't think Lewis is like that. Like, Lewis also very much has, like, an upper-class background. Uh, literally, that's why he's named Lewis. Oh, he's named after the king? Uh, I don't know if he's specifically named after the king, but she cited in an interview that she named him Lewis because it, like, sounds like the name of, a, like, someone who would be, like, upper-class. Um, and it's like, yeah. I, I, I too, uh, uh, think of... Uh, kings when I think of Louis Anderson mm-hmm. um, fight on me <laughs> do battle on me do battle on me brave knight <laughs> don't get any blood in my mouth no just kidding do you that, I mean, that basically is like that's kind that's of that's kind of what Louis is doing is with, with Lagoshi uh and you, you get a lot more into that stuff later because, like, once they leave the school, you see a little bit more of how class operates in the rest of the world. Um, oh, they leave the school. Yeah. Uh, not, like, permanently. No, but they, like, go. Yeah, out. yeah, they go yeah. out of school. Uh, and, and like, they go to this, like, the black market. Okay. And you sort of get a sense of, like, what the world is like for people who are not at the school. And it's, like, not great. Mm. Uh... And I think that it's interesting that the show starts with this, like, really, really narrow focus and then lets itself expand in a way where, at least at first, it is not definitive about how you're supposed to interpret all these dynamics. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it becomes, like, clear later on. Like, you learn a lot more about, like, Lewis's childhood and, like, mm. stuff like that. Um, yeah, I guess it's true that Haru is not... I don't know. I just like she's not like super well characterized in the first few episodes. I feel like I, yeah. I maybe I think that she is only just because it like is easier for me to read her like later characterization. Yeah, into those episodes. Um, like I don't know. I just really wanna wanna like dig in on that scene that she has with Lagoshi because I think it really okay. like 
I think it says a lot about their relationship and like sort of what they're both bringing to it Mm -hmm. that like Lugoshi goes to the gardening club to get roses for this like thing that they're putting on because also the drama club is like the most prestigious club at the school. There are like 20 animals in the drama club. They all get headhunted because they have fucking weird backstories, Mm -hmm. which is very good. Um, And uh, he goes and is like, oh, shit, that's like the rabbit that I almost ate. I hope she doesn't know it was me. Uh, And he helps her with like some errands and stuff. And then she just like assumes, basically, because that is like what she assumes that all like men want from her, that they're going to like sleep together. And she's like, "Okay, whatever. Uh, And then he he like sees that she's trying to do this and like does not understand what's going on. And runs away, and then both of them well, are like. But before he runs away, cause, like she's stripped down to just like her underwear, uh-huh. and then he's like trying to take off his pants, and he's like, "Is this a greeting? Is this how her yeah, is this- greet each other? <laughs> uh, what is happening?" And then is like, "I have to go. Uh, you should put your clothes back on. Here's this towel. Yeah, you're gonna get cold. You're gonna get cold, and also bitten by bugs. So you should here." And then he just is like, "I have to go. My yeah. mom says I gotta go." Uh, yeah, I think that would be very, very good. Um, or is very, very good. Uh, and you know, like, I think it's they, they just both are like, oh, what a weirdo. Mm-hmm. And there's like a lot of stuff throughout the season of both of them interacting and like not quite understanding the other person mm-hmm. and being like, this person is extremely fucking weird, but I want to spend more time with them in a way that I think feels a lot more honest. Uh, than a lot of other sort of like teen romances. Sure. Where like their attraction is based on simultaneously what feels like a total understanding of the other person and also like no understanding of the other person. Well, there's also just like the classic like, oh, what? You're not interested in me? That makes me more interested in you kind of thing going on. That's true. Yeah. Which is Uh, like not a made up thing. No, 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 no. I mean, she's just confused, I think, but in, like, a fun way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's definitely true. Uh, and, yeah, and he's just like, I don't know, I just, like, want to, like, be around you and, like, you know, hold doors open for you and stuff, I guess. And she's just like, what's this, what's wrong with you? <laughs> and it's really just because he's never read a book. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he's never read a book. He's never gone on the Internet. He doesn't know shit. Yeah, does the internet exist? I don't know. Okay. I honestly don't remember. I think it maybe does, but I, I could not tell you. Uh, yeah, and it's just like, I don't know. It, it is true that she is not, she has like no plot function right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the plot, such as it is by the end of episode three, is that Lewis has like broken his leg mm-hmm. or injured his leg in some capacity. Because he tried to go too hard. He did. Well, okay. He, this happens because as part of his like Mm -hmm. weird initiation of Lagoshi, Lewis is like, come be our lookout when we do secret rehearsals. Right. We're going to do secret rehearsals so I can make this goat who's replacing Tem, your friend who got eaten, be good at his lines. Mm -hmm. And they go onto the stage and they don't turn any of the lights on. Mm -hmm. And then. Well, because the teachers would see. Where? Where are the teachers? A, a janitor might see. I guess. I don't know. But okay, but if that's the case and they're just practicing the lines, you think they could just do it somewhere else. And I, I understand that like So is there not like a secret reason behind this? I don't think gone? so, no, I don't okay. think so. 
Uh, I mean, honestly, I think that it makes sense in character because you can sort of imagine and like maybe this is in the manga, Lewis being like, no, we have to do it on the stage. Like, that's like the only place like we could do it. Mm -hmm. Like, I would buy that, but he just doesn't say that. Right. Where it like is obviously a stupid and like irrational thing that they're doing, but he just like feels really strongly about it because he wants to act good. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, but he gets taken to be the sort of like watchdog, basically. Uh, which is when he not only first sees Haru because she's like walking around in the middle of the night, but also uh, I think Zoe is the name of this goat uh, falls off of the stage. And then in trying to catch him, Lewis falls off the stage mm-hmm. and then is just sort of like not doing a good oh, job. I hurt my leg. Instead of going to the hospital, I will just continue to do this thing. He has to. They have to prove to the freshmen that they want to be in the drama club. That's true. Even though the drama club is, like, notoriously exclusive. Right. Yeah, don't try so hard, man. Um, Lewis is a huge tryhard. He definitely is. Uh, one thing I want to mention about that scene with uh, Haru and Legoshi, the, the first scene at the end of the first episode, there's that character... Well, like, Lagoshi's like, like, Shadow, basically, who, um, like, he, he transforms kind of like a werewolf, sort of, but, like, there's also this other silhouette that's, like, not wolf-shaped. Like, mm-hmm. it's, like, person-shaped. Mm-hmm. Like a human. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, come on, man, do it, you know you want to. And it's like, that's really interesting to me that, like, his, his shadow, like, his dark side is up. The thing that's telling him to, like, go against society is like a person, a person shaped thing, not like just like a wolf on four legs, which would be the more obvious choice. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that thing that like apparition ever comes back. I think it does later. Okay. I don't know enough about it to say definitively where it's going. Um, But it does definitely serve that purpose. And one of the things that I like about the show in like sort of like we're talking about with all these like metaphors that are being stacked on top of each other is that when Lagoshi like goes full wolf, he has this like magma pattern on him Mm -hmm. and like, you know, kind of like hulks out a little bit. And I think and I mean, tell me if you does hulk out though. He does. He do hulk out. Yeah. But I'm I'm curious if this is how you like. It's very obvious that that's, like, not literally happening, but also the show does not go out of its way to tell you that. Yeah. Like, there's no... no he's not turning into, like, a lava man. <laughs> no, 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 but, but there's no... Like, I think, like like you were saying, like, a, a different version of the show would have, like, a cut back to, like, Haru's POV or something. Or something that, like, shows you what he quote-unquote actually looks like. And instead, the show is, like... You know what? I mean, you know what's going on here, right? Like he's just like a he's a horny lava man, mm-hmm. and you're like, yeah, totally. Like I, I you know, I, I've seen this before. He's a lava monster, uh, uh, and I think that that the way that the show like is willing to throw shit like that at you and just trust that you know what it's doing, mm-hmm. I appreciate a lot. Um, yeah, because that scene, I think, is like it's not just even. Lugoshi giving in to like those instincts it's like that's how he sees himself you know Mm. like he's like oh if I you know stop this like process of self-repression like that's what I will become yeah um and it like is sort of what he becomes because that's like what he thinks he is supposed to be uh and 
I think the show does a decent job and probably a better job later in the manga of like interrogating that. Okay, that's interesting. You said he that's what he thinks he should be. So like how much of this stuff is because this this has like bearing on the metaphor for different types of people, broadly speaking. How much of this stuff is like this is like a real true difference between these kinds of people and how much is like, oh, everyone knows that rabbits do this or like everyone knows that predator animals do this, you know? I think it's a mix. Right, right. Like, I think it's pretty clearly both. I mean, there are like other characters that show up later on who are gray wolves. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say sort of like embody traditional wolf characteristics mm-hmm. in slightly different ways. Um but I think that's part of it, right? That, like, he he has an idea of what yeah. it means for him to be a wolf, and it right. could mean other things. Right. But that that still comes from the same place of, like, what he is. So I, I, I think... I don't think the show has a definitive take either way. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think that's... It would be kind of... Whack. Like, well, it... It would just be kind of weak, I think, to be like, actually, these don't exist at all. And they're just things that we all made up for no reason. Like, mm-hmm. that would just be like a dumb reveal, like at the end of a season or something. Like, someone's like, ha we've been making up these things the whole time. And it's it would like, be pretty funny if it was like an Island of Dr. Moreau thing where it was like, actually, like <laughs> people did this. Yeah. Like, you all used to be people. The real animals are humans. <laughs> um, but that's. We zoom out of the snow globe. Gosh. That's interesting, though, because then that's like... Okay, so there are these, like, weird aspects of, like, biology and stuff that influence people. But how we think of how those things would express themselves is, like, culture, right? Mm -hmm. Is, like, oh, like... Yeah, like, everyone knows that's, like, what a wolf does. And I I think that that is, like, honestly not that dissimilar from, like, the way that that stuff plays out for people, Mm -hmm. right? Where you're like, oh, I'm this type of person, Mm -hmm. right? It's, like, a common... It's interesting, like, it's weird because this show doesn't neatly map onto, like, any... And it shouldn't. It's better that it doesn't. It's not, like, it's not sex, it's not race, it's not, um, whatever. Um, it's just sort of, like, broadly an allusion to a lot of things. Yeah. And I mean, there is stuff. There's a lot of stuff that different individual characters do that like is weird or like changes the way that this, this stuff works. I mean, I will say, and, and and this is sort of like spoilers for um, the end of the season. Uh, it gets really weird because the end of the season involves a criminal gang of lions uh-huh. that like goes around like kidnapping like herbivores to sell them to the meat market. Wow. Yeah. And Lagoshi just like fights all these lions. And also Lewis is there and he has a gun. <laughs> <laughs> My OC Lewis with a gun. <laughs> Uh, uh, which the thing that whips ass about that actually, and this, I think they don't do in season one, but I, I, I think this would be the beginning of season two is like Lewis basically sort of like dramatically sacrifices himself. So Lugoshi can save Haru because she probably gets like kidnapped by the lions. Um, 
And then they're like, oh, guess Lewis is dead. And then like later on, Lewis is like, actually, I became the boss of the Lion Gang. Wow. <laughs> Which like is so good. Damn. <laughs> it's really, really good. And like, I haven't even seen what that looks like yet, but I'm like very excited to be like, yeah, now he's like a crime boss. <laughs> he's like a crime boss deer. My OC, Evil Lewis. <laughs> but that's the thing. I, I mean, again, this is all from sort of like the reading I've done to try to figure out like what happens in the series. But I don't even think it's that evil because I think a lot of it is that the lions are just like, I don't know, like this he is where forms the lion gang. And not, like, we're just going to like paint the community center now. Gang. Well, but not not to that degree. But right. I think they're just sort of like, I don't know, like we don't do murder that often anymore. Like we sort of like, you know, this is what we thought we were supposed to do as lions. Let's just fucking hang out and just vape. Yeah. Let's like fucking smoke. I mean, the boss of the lion gang like does look like a fucking dude who would like vape shit. He's just like a business lion. They all look like business lions. Uh, and it's like, that's great. It, let's it, do blue collar crimes or white collar crimes. It's much more lucrative than yeah. murdering people. Yeah, let's do tax evasion. Uh, let's do money laundering. We actually found some fish people to help us with our money laundering. Uh, I don't think there are fish no people. No fish people. Uh, as far as I can tell, normal animals don't exist. Insects do exist. Yes, though. that's correct. And there are no insect people, which is great because that would suck. It would be big bad way. to see. It would be bad. Uh, there are insect people in Bojack, right? There's like yes, a fly yeah, person. Yeah, 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 there are yeah. insect people in Bojack. Uh, no, it would be bad to see. But there, there is a, a, a and like that stuff. I think gets like a lot more interesting because he basically like he finds like an old like grizzled mentor who's just like a panda. Mm hmm. And the panda is like a back alley doctor who also is like good at gun wow. uh, and is like, so the show just like becomes John Wick. A little. I mean, you know, it's weird because it's like and then they go back to the school and you're like, I guess we're back at the school now. Like, uh -huh. I don't know, uh, which is what I meant about sort of the show, like ramping up all the different parts of its DNA, but in like sort of spiraling outward directions and like bouncing back and forth between them. Mm -hmm. Um because it does feel pretty fucking weird. Uh, and I, I think and I, I don't remember exactly because I haven't watched the scene in a while, but the like climax. Or at least what to me feels like the sort of core of the first season is this scene after I believe after Lagoshi like rescues Haru, they're like trying to find a place to hide and they end up hiding in like basically a love motel. <laughs> uh, and then they both are kind of like, okay, like, are we gonna fuck now? And it's like a very drawn out, like, conversation about, like, what that would mean and, like, how they both feel about it in a way that has this, like, obviously very heightened, like, literally fight or flight mm -hmm. instinct involved because they just have both, like, escaped from this, like, insane situation. Uh, and I think that that really is what the show does well or what the series does well of just like throwing all these different things like at each other and being like, mm, mm hmm, what do you think? Uh, and then letting it sort of like play out in the relationship between these two characters. Like. It, it is the show is very horny. I think we all know that, but it doesn't feel like it's being forced that way. It feels like all the horniness is actually very organic. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, in a in a way that is like kind of surprising because I feel like this is the kind of thing where you could like 
algorithmically generate this property and it would suck. Mm -hmm. But this version of it is like not algorithmically generated and does not suck. Uh, And I I appreciate that a lot. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I don't know. Is there anything else that we want to want to do in this one? Uh, I love the mandrill guy. Oh, yeah. With his like glasses. With his glasses. Pretty He's good. Fucking cool as hell. His his glasses and his like little hair tuft. He reminds me of Andros's nephew in Star Fox. Nice. Andrew. Um Damn, where's Star Fox in this? Where is Star Fox in this? It's like we we're, we're sending our first mission to space. We this our Fox is gonna do it. His name is Fox. I like that none of the characters in this are named like Animal Animal. Animal name. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, no, they're not. Wolstein. Yeah, uh, they're all... No, almost none of them are, I think. Uh, the, I mean, the closest is that the Lion Gang is just, like, named Lion Gang, basically. Lion Gang, Lion Gang, Lion Gang, Lion Gang. Yeah. Uh, but nobody else is named like that. They're all like, yeah, this is Kai. He's a mongoose. Also love that character. He was raised by... Hyenas. Hyenas, yeah. Uh, and is, vo- is voiced by, I, I want double-checked this, is voiced by the same voice actor who voices uh, Bakugo in My oh, Hero Academia. hell yeah. There's, like, a lot of voice acting talent on this show, uh, which my guess is maybe it's a Netflix thing. Like, yeah. that, that voice actor is, like, playing this, like, recurring character. And then there's a lot of other people who have, like, very long histories. Lewis is voiced by uh, Yuki Ono. Who we would best know from voicing uh, Josuke in Jojo Part 4. Oh. It's the same voice actor. Uh, and uh, Sayaka Senbongi, the voice actor for Haru, voices Trish in oh, Golden wow. Wind. A lot of, lot of sort of uh, other, like, weird, horny, fighty uh, talent here. But yeah, there's just like a lot of very prolific VAs uh, involved in this. Um... Yeah, and it's just, like, all stacked on top of each other, and it, like, doesn't quite come out, like, one-to-one. Also, love this dude's look. Also, Yuki Ono, good-ass look. Very good look. Uh, yeah, he was also in Kuroko's Basketball, uh, Kimochi Boko, a bunch of other things. And the main picture that comes up when you search for him is, like, him wearing, like, cool glasses and, and a bow tie. tie. Pretty good. And that's apparently just a yeah, thing he Yeah, he loves bow ties. There's the vest. He wears a vest. And uh, he seems he's, he's got good cool. he's got good fashion. Yeah, uh, yeah, and it's just like you know, it, and like Lewis is like the third main character, but he's not even like it's not like he's in the show all the time. Like I think the show is really judicious about pacing out the characters. Like there are even episodes that Lagoshi is like barely in that like focus on like Haru and Lewis and stuff. And it really, I think just lets itself be this mixture of a lot of different things. And I think like I'm, I, my feeling is that the core of it is about this relationship, but it, I think you, you people could interpret the like core of the show in different ways, probably. Um, yeah, is there anything else that we... We haven't talked about the OP. I know, well, I was going to say that, yeah. We got our, our sort of okay. now, now regular episode ending OP segment. Yeah. Um, if you're Even if you're not going to watch this show, just look up the OP. It's really good. It's so good. It's stop motion uh, with, like, these... It, the closest thing I can think of is, like, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Like, that kind of style of, like, sort of, like, dolls. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and I, I kind of almost kind of wish that the entire show were done this way, but then it would have be, taken like 10 years to come out. Probably. Yeah, it would be, there'd be like one episode. Uh, yeah. So the OP super good. The song is wild side by Ali. I think is how you pronounce that. It could be ALI cause it's all calves biting. It's probably Ali. Um, and it, it, uh, is made by Michi Akato of Cyclone Graphics as the director and a, a Dwarf Studios. Uh, really good interview that you can read on Anime News Network uh, with him about like how they went about this. That includes an interview with him and people at Dwarf Studios that talks about like them trying different materials out for the fur mm. and how they like change the proportions of the bodies on the characters to like make them fit better. So there's like a whole conversation about how they made Lagoshi's arms bigger than they are in the manga, mm-hmm. which they also did in the anime too. Mm. Uh, but that they're like, oh, it like still works, and we like made you know different things look different. But that there were like people on staff who were huge fans of the manga, and they were just like, does this look okay to you? Does this look okay? And they they handmade. There's like the this fountain that is the scene where they like meet the place where they meet each other, and the water coming out of it is handmade. There are like scenes where Lagoshi is like salivating, and that oh also was God, like really yeah. well animated. Yeah. Um, but the best part of the OP, I think, and the part that to me is like the one that communicates the most about what the show is, is that you get this sequence, this sort of like functionally cat and mouse sequence of of Lagoshi like hunting Haru uh, in the middle of the night. And then all of a sudden it's like daytime and they see each other and they start dancing and the dance animation is really, 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 really good. Uh, and is sort of this almost um, out of nowhere, but not quite evolution of like what the hunting dynamic is. Uh-huh. And when they talk to, to the director about that scene he specifically said well we studied a lot of professional dancer movements and none of that worked and then i watched a video of the like dancing at this like western wedding and was like okay the dancing needs to be bad (laughs) which is really really good but like that's what it is yeah right that is it needs to be like sort of amateurish because they're just like hyped like they're not like trained they just are pretty good and like having a good time uh, and that that was the basis of how they like animated those steps. And I feel like that says a lot about what the like core of the show is. Yeah. Just fucking animal shit, man. Uh, cool. Do we? Yeah, I think that's it. Um, cool. Uh, hmm. I don't know. Do we? Do you, do you want to just give me like a word? Well, I think we should start doing it this way. Give me like a word and then I'll pick what we're going to do next week. How about we use the random word generator? Oh, yeah. Okay. Let me just get the crank sure. going. Let me just get all the gears grinning. Get the, the crank and the crank to high voltage. Mm-hmm. Uh, relationship. Ooh, the okay. word of the day is relationship. Interesting. I mean, that kind of would have worked for this, too. It would have. Okay, I will give you two options. We can do 
uh, Kaguya-sama, Love is War. Uh-huh. Or... Uh... Mm, no, I don't want to do... That's like... Now, what is that one about? Uh, Kaguya-sama, Love is War is basically... Uh, the series that's like sort of short form. It's like in vignette format about these two, you know, sort of stereotypical, like extremely successful, competent high school students who have crushes on each other, but they have decided that neither of them wants to be the first one to admit it. And it's like them essentially doing like an escalating prank war. Of, I see. Of okay. them trying to get the other person to admit that they have feelings. That's fun. It's pretty fun. Uh, uh, do we have another option? So the, I'll give you two other options because I we could do Hour and Host Club. Okay. Um, which I know, I, I've seen the first episode of that, but it was years ago. Uh, which I watched recently. Uh, pretty good. Or we could uh, zag a little bit and do our first uh, Ikuhara. Ooh. And we could do basically any Ikuhara. Like, that's all fucking Ikuhara shit. So... We could do Tana, although I feel like we, we could maybe save that. We could do Penguin Drum. We could do... We could even do Yurikuma Arashi. It could even be a boat. It could even be a bear. It could even be a lesbian bear if we want to stick to, to weird, like, sexual animals. Um... Yeah, I mean, I would do the bear thing or... The prank thing. Is the prank thing good? You're, uh... Yeah, so I actually haven't seen... I've seen the first, like, few episodes and I enjoyed it. Uh-huh. Um... But I, I tried uh, watching it with my girlfriend because I thought that she would like it. And I think it was like a little too much for her. Too anime. It was too anime for her. Uh, it's about it's about teens. It's about teens. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it's about teens. Just uh, much like how Fast and Furious is about family, anime is about teens. It's about teens. Just like Vin Diesel being like, it's about teens. Uh, I, let's do an Ikuhara. Sure. Okay. Do you want to do... I guess we can do stars on my two. Just pick one of the four Ikuharas. Or actually, eliminate two of the Ikuharas, and then I'll eliminate the last Ikuhara. So between stars on my Penguin Drum, Utena, and Yurikuma Arashi, eliminate two. Well, I don't want to do Utena. Okay. Right now, I want to save that. Um, what's Penguin Drum? Penguin Drum is uh, maybe more accessible it's like a, a teeny bit longer than the other ones uh it is about more like familial relationships than it is okay about yeah. like romantic ones necessarily okay and it has a lot of stuff that's like about the tokyo subway attack uh then i will also and you know sorry on my and yeah uh, uh i will also eliminate uh yurikuma arashi Wow, okay, we're talking between Penguin Drum and Sarazanmai. I would be happy to watch either of these shows. Damn. Alright, let's fucking do Sarazanmai. Alright. I know I know that we're doing a lot of stuff that is like very new, but I think that this will be good because we have a future guest uh, on the show who I think is interested in doing Sarazanmai with us, and I think it would be cool. I think if you watch and enjoy Sarazanmai, yeah. we can like sort of do that in the future. Okay, so next week uh, we will be watching Sarazanmai, the Kunihiko Ikuhara show uh, about kappas and butts. Uh, you can find that on Crunchyroll. There are, I believe, only 11 episodes. 
Uh, so you probably could burn that whole thing before next week if you wanted to. Uh, and yeah, um, what, uh, what other, uh, fanby.com stuff can, can the people check out while, while well, they're waiting? That website, fanby.com. And, um, all of our podcasts have become, we have like eight, eight feeds now, guys. Um, so. The octopus feed. Just, uh. In, you know, short term, that means you're going to have to, like, resub to different ones. But long term, that means that you can have more choice over what podcasts you get from us. So if you are really into wrestling, but you're not into, uh, I don't know, hearing people talk about Destiny, then, you know, they've all been split up into their own feeds mostly. And uh, so go sub to all those. And you know what? Rate and review us if you could do that. Yeah, that'd be great. Tell us, uh, tell us what stuff you want us uh, want us to watch. We got a lot of really good suggestions. Yeah, tell us that uh, too. Please uh, at us. Uh, I'm at Mary Kay. Eric is at Eric Thurm. Fanbite is at Fanbite Media. Because they won't give you. Because they won't give us Fanbite. Because mm-hmm. someone has it and hasn't posted for a long time. Gross. Uh, yeah, and uh, is that it? that's it great uh thanks for rocking with us this far until next time we'll see you in the shadow realm